0: It isn't dynamic and magnificent and whatever, grandiose, that the psychic level offers. It is subtle. It is quiet. It is still. It is loving. It is joyful. It is peaceful. But in all of that, it is dynamic. It is wonderful. It is powerful. It is expressive. It is moving in great action, and yet it is subtle. It is different from the psychic and material worlds. It is different. And in that difference, it is for you to begin to be aware of that difference and to look inward and upward to that subtle, loving flow that is the audible life stream, that is the grace of God, that has now come down to talk to your soul, to you, the divine child of God, and say to you, ready to go home yet? Tired of the games down here? Ridden all the rides and got bored with them? Well, let's go. But here's how you have to go. You detach yourself from this creation, little by little. You detach yourself from the physical, sensual nature and not letting it have dominion over you. You detach yourself from the emotional, physical nature and you do not allow it to have dominion over you. You detach yourself from the mental, sensual, physical nature and you do not let it have dominion over you. You now are going to make the choices, you soul. You make the choices. You do the action. And in that way, the Holy Spirit will assist you in making the choices, in setting directions and in moving forward in a new way. It's a wonderful action to live the meditation daily, all day long. Don't just sit down for however long it is you meditate and focus inward and upward, and then say, "Okay, I'm done with that. And then begin focusing down and out and do the old habit patterns. Become the new you. Live the new you. Love the new you, the soul. Not just in your meditation but all day long. Be a living prayer, Jesus said. Be a living meditation is what Brian and I say. Let the initiation live in you, in your meditation, and let the living initiation go forward in your day. Be the living initiate, not just in your meditation, but throughout all the day. Stand up in the spirit of yourself. Stand up in the soul. Stand up and be the divine child of God. And inherit the kingdom of heaven that is yours to inherit. You don't want to inherit this world. Believe me. For one thing, it's an inheritance that has a timeline to it. It's going to come to an end. Just like any bank account or anything else in this world, eventually it will come to an end. So inherit the kingdom that God has for you. But to inherit that, you have to wake up as soul, you have to know yourself as soul, and you have to go before God as soul and say, hey, I'm a divine, living, loving child of yours. I want my inheritance. (laughs) And you just have to hope that on the back of God's car is not a bumper sticker that says, I'm spending my children's inheritance as we drive. (laughs) Believe me, God doesn't do that. When you are open to receive, God gives you everything. God gives you it all. But what is it that God gives you in that inheritance? That's a real question. At this level, we hope that it's money. We hope that it's a good sexual partner. We hope that it's a great cook that cooks all the meals for us or that we are the great cook or that we have the money by which to go out and have all the great meals we want. We hope that it's a huge bank account so we can pay all our bills and live way beyond all of that financially. Well, it's not about the physical. It's about the spiritual inheritance. It's about inheriting the kingdom of heaven, which is is God, which is that living, loving essence of you. That is loving, joy, peace, grace, gratitude. Forgiveness, acceptance, and all that is of God. That is our inheritance. That we live in that, even as we're in a physical form. We live in that. And that lives in us and through us, into this creation. And then whatever this creation has to offer the child of God as well, will offer it to you. And you will find that this world will bow down to your feet. It will honor you. It will praise you. It, it will accept you. And at the same time, it will ever be at your back trying to tempt you, to tease you, to challenge you. Do you really believe you're a child of God? How dare you? You know, there's only one child of God and they crucified Him. If you say you're a child of God, they're going to crucify you or however it's going to do it to try to throw you off track to stop you believing the truth of who you are. So as it bows at your feet in the front, it is ever at your back, tempting you away if it can. So pay attention even to the gifts that the world has to give you. This world gives gifts, wonderful gifts. But it always has a hook. This world always has a hook to everything it has. For every action, there's a reaction. Hook. And that reaction is called responsibility. Yes, I'll give you a gift. I'll give you a brand new house just built in the design that you want, with everything in it you want. It's your gift. Now, you pay the taxes. You pay the insurance you pay for the upkeep there's always a hook there's always a hook called responsibility so pay attention to that yes the world will give you gifts but it has a hook attached to it to every gift it gives and receive it and be aware of what that hook is what the responsibilities are and say yes I'll do that too And then you do it. You do it responsibly and the world goes, oh, you've done so well with that, I'll give you another gift and here's more responsibility. Now the reason it's doing it is for two reasons. It owes the child of God in this kingdom. It gives that which is owed. But it also is trying to overwhelm the child with all these responsibilities so eventually you just say, I give up, I can't do this. And it goes, I knew it, you're mine. Come on back and join us. Let the ego rule. Forget about the inner and upward focus. I have dominion over you again. So be aware of the games that go on down here. But in the spiritual inheritance, there is no hook. God doesn't have a hook. God just has loving. God has joy in us coming home. And God gives us, as we come home, the bounty. God lays out a feast before us and prepares a feast for all to come and rejoice in the coming home of another child of God. And there are no hooks in the gifts that are given because the gifts are of spirit. And there is no hook in spirit. There is only loving that is God manifesting God. And that is who we are. We are that manifestation of God's loving. And once we know that, once we are that, it is just up to us each day to sit down in meditation and wake up into that again and to live into that again and to take that into the daily life. And sure, there are going to be things in this world that are going to rattle you and shake you and cause you to possibly go into a little bit of reaction and lose sight of what it is and who it is and where it is that you are living in and from. But the wonderful thing is you will catch yourself. You will catch yourself going into reaction. You will catch yourself doing those things. And you will stop somewhere in that action, and you will look back inward and upward and go, Wait a minute, that's not who I am. Why am I doing that? That's my ego. My ego's needing recognition. My ego's needing loving. My ego's needing to prove itself. That's not who I am. Okay, stop right now. Will you please forgive me for saying those things? I forgive you for saying those things. I'm not doing it that way anymore. This is who I am. I am a child of God. I am loving, and I am loving you. And I am offering the opportunity for you to move into the loving with me, if you will. That's all you have to do. Pay attention, catch yourself in the moment, and bring yourself back into the centeredness. And let it be okay. Okay, I slipped a minute. I fell for a moment. All you have to do is pick yourself up and get going again. Don't start judging yourself. Don't start belittling yourself. Don't start hating yourself because you slipped because that's going to be the greater fall. That's going to take you further away from the truth of yourself. And then you're going to have to begin doing more work to bring yourself back to center. But rather, just keep bringing yourself back to center as quickly as you can. Whenever you catch yourself going away, bring yourself back into. Into the loving, into the centeredness, into the neutrality, into the heart of God, into your own soul, into that loving, loving essence that you are. That is this pathway. It is so, so simple. It is so simple that for many it's hard. They would rather do the psychic. They would rather do the power games. They would rather do the mind or the emotions or the body than to do this simple, easy path. Many are chosen, but few there are that enter in. God is calling out to every soul throughout all of creation that is caught in this trap of this particular creation that has to do with this physical, sensual nature. God is calling out to every soul, come home. Now, come home, come home. You are chosen, I choose you, come home. Many are chosen, but few enter in. Few listen, few hear the call, few respond because they're so caught up in this world, they can't hear the call, they can't feel the pull. They can't understand what that is that is pulling on them to come home. Home where? I am home. I'm at home. I'm in my chair. I'm in my favorite chair. What What do you mean, come home? I'm home. That's how many people will interpret it. But there are a few in the world that go, yes, that's what I want. Whatever that is inside of me right now, whatever that call is, I want to follow that. Those are the few that enter into the kingdom of heaven and receive the inheritance that is theirs as a child of God. And the way we enter into that is by going at the seat of the soul, knocking at that door and saying, Lord, I love you, by chanting the name of God over and over and over until finally we come to a place of quiet in our meditation and we step back And we receive. We receive God's loving however it wants to come in. And we're ever ready for when that day that that door does open, that we see the greater light of the Lord entering into us. When that eye be open, your body will be filled with light. When the eye be open, the single eye be open, the spiritual eye be open. Your body should be filled with light. Once that has happened, you are filled with light. Don't enter into your meditation again the next day thinking, well, I'm in my darkness again. i got to get that door to open. It's open. Now enter into the light. Go towards the greater light. Merge into that greater light and wake up into the knowing of yourself as that light of soul. That's when you wake up into the knowing of God in you. And then the God in you can begin the greater journey through the realms of spirit into the very heart of God where that that is God in you and the divine Lord of all creation merge into the oneness once again and you truly are home in the heart of God. So that's what this action is about. That's what this pathway is about. That's what this meditation is about. And it's about only that. So if you begin to approach a meditation in loving, you will receive loving. If you approach a meditation looking for phenomena, looking for insight, looking for understanding, looking for ways to do the world, well, you'll get insight, you'll get understanding, you'll get ways to work things in the world, but I can't say that it's going to necessarily come from the soul. It's going to come from the world because that's where you're looking to. You're looking for a solution in the world. That means you're looking down and out to find a solution. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to solve it. You're looking down and out. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what we've been doing for how many eons of time? But be aware of what it is you're doing. Be aware of where... Your attention is, be aware of the movement of your beingness. And if you want to go home to God, if you want to wake up and know that you are a divine, living, loving essence of the Lord, then look to where it is you have to go to wake up. Look inward and upward. Look away from those thoughts. Look away from the feelings. Look away from the imagination. Look away from the body. And look up. Look up to who you truly are. And wake up. Wake up. And then don't go back to sleep. Rumi said it so well. Hafiz has said it so well. Don't go back to sleep. There's a warning in that. I said warning, warning, warning last week. There's a warning in that. And the warning is this. As long as you're in a physical body you can go back to sleep. As long as you're in a physical body, you can be attracted back into the sensual nature, back into the imagination, back into the emotions, back into the mind, and they can have dominion over you. And you can go back to sleep. That's what happened with the soul so long ago when it first came down into this creation. It came down and it fell asleep. And we are living the great dream. This is just a great dream. It isn't really true. It's a dream. And the Lord is ever calling out to us, wake up, wake up. Time to come home from school. Not go to school, but time to come home from school. Wake up. And then stay awake. Don't go back to sleep. Meditate every day. Love the Lord every day. Live from who you truly are every day, which is soul first. Have God first in everything. Have God go grocery shopping with you. Have God driving the car with you. Have God write the checks with you. Have the Lord do everything with you. I do. When I go to the grocery store and I take a hold of my, my cart that I'm going to go to the store in, I ask God to bless the last person that was with it. I ask God to be present with me as I go shopping. I ask God to show me the things that I want to put in my cart. And I find it. I find those foods that are most alive, that are in the produce section. I find those things in the store that are going to nurture my body more than other things. I let the Lord go with me. God's in front of me. God's before me in all things. When the phone rings, I listen inside, and if the Lord says inside, pick it up, it's important, or pick it up and talk, I pick it up. Even if it irritates other people, I will do what God says first. I don't care about what you think. I don't care about what you want. I don't care about what you say. I don't care about what you feel. I follow God first. And if you don't like it, that's too bad. That's your problem, not mine. I came up with that statement when I was a kid, and it still works today. It is your problem. It is not mine. God is first in all things for me. And I want God first and foremost in all things for you. But it's your choice to put God first. It's your choice to have God first. It's your choice to let God be present in all you do. Years ago, people were wearing bracelets. And on those bracelets, it had four letters on it. And it stood for, What Would Jesus Do? WWJD. What would Jesus do? Well, I ask you, in every given moment of your life, what would your soul do right now? What would your soul choose to do? What would your soul choose to eat? What would your soul choose to say with this person? What would your soul choose as an action in this moment for your life's fulfillment? That's the real question. What would your soul do? What is your soul doing? Is your soul participating in your life? Are you as soul doing or are you doing from another level of self of this physical nature? Pay attention and see. And you're going to find very quickly that the soul is going to say, I don't really need to do that. I don't really need to eat that. That's not going to really serve me. Let's go here. Let's do that. Let's meditate some more. Let's be out in service with others. Let's do this action. Let's participate over here with this group because they're part of the spiritual family. These people are not. And in that way, you're going to begin to live the true spiritual life that you're longing for. But remember, it's all very subtle. You have to follow that subtle energy. But after a while, it's a very dynamic energy. And it's one that you will learn to truly follow after, to listen to that voice, to follow that flow of loving, to move in the direction that that loving and that voice is taking you. It just takes time. It takes patience. It takes perseverance. This path is one of unfolding and awakening. I wish I could snap my fingers and you would wake up from this great hypnotic trance that you've been in and You would now be awake and present and conscious in the fullness of yourself and know yourself as soul and it would be done. It sure make my life a lot easier and it would make Brian's life a lot easier if it really worked that way. But the Lord of this creation doesn't allow us to snap our fingers and bring you out of the trance. The Lord of this creation says if you want out of here you're gonna have to find your way out of here. I've laid a lot of traps. You've created a lot of illusion. You figure it out. You find your way out of this trap. You find your way out of this place. You see if you can wake up and stay awake. I'll put you back to sleep. I'll sing you a lullaby. I'll do a hypnotic trance on you once again. I'll fill you with chocolate cake so you just can't move. I'll do whatever it takes, is what the Lord of this creation is gonna say to you. And all you have to say is, that's fine. I'm following the Lord because the Lord is before me and all that I do God is first in all that I do and the more you put God first in all that you do the more God will be present in all that you do in your choices in your actions in your daily life yesterday when I was at the filling station I was getting some gas I wasn't just filling the car up with gas and looking around. I was present with God in that moment. God and I were filling the gas tank together. I have God be with me in all that I do. We fill the gas tank together. And when I take my hand off the nozzle, I just ask God's blessing to be there for whoever comes next. And now I'm starting to say, and... Let your blessings of abundance be there for them so that they can afford to fill their gas tank. (laughs) It's fun. It's fun to have God in all that you do. It's wonderful. It's joyful. It's joy-filled. Life is joy-filled when God is first. And yes, you still deal with the physical things, the emotional things, the mental things. Those are where your lessons are, those are where your opportunities are, that's where your growth is, and that's how the world is. This world is ever in the process of change. The moment you are born, your body is changing. And the moment you're born, they say, you're on your way to your death. And that's how this world is. There's a beginning and an ending to everything. And in that process, there is a process to that movement. And if you haven't noticed it so far with your body, I think you will. That there is a process of change and movement that takes place at the physical level, and at the emotional level, and at the mental level. And you participate with that. But put God into the body, put God into the emotions, put God into the mind, and let God have dominion there, and then it'll be different. It'll be the same, but it'll be different. You're still going to have the physical aches and pains. You're still going to have maybe some of the emotional disturbance for a while. You still may have that mental running for a while, but eventually God will even enter into all that, and the alignment will take place and be more complete and you will be more detached from those things. You'll be aware of it, but you won't be caught up in the whirlwind of it. You'll just go, "Mm, you know, not today, not right now. Thanks but no thanks. And it will go quiet again. For some of you this makes a lot of sense. For some of you it may sound like a foreign language but it's a language that will begin to make sense to you as you begin to speak it as you begin to learn the vocabulary and that vocabulary is found in your meditation and it has five words in this language and those five words are the unspoken name of God the five names of the lords of the realms that we Are to move through to our liberation. When we speak that language, when we speak that name made up of those five words, we begin to understand the language of spirit, the language of soul, which is loving. That is the language of soul. That is the language of God. Loving, 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 loving it all, loving in everything we do, loving God first, putting God in all that we do, and knowing that 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 is God that we are putting into everything is loving in its fullest manifestation. And nothing can stand against the loving in the loving that is not loving. It is either transformed or it moves back into its own element. So it is, if it is of the physical creation, it will go back into the physical creation. But it is of spirit, and it is misdefined spirit in us, mis- mixed, no, uh, unmanifested creation in us, or misplaced creation in us, it will come into its fullness as it stands in the loving. It will be transformed into the loving. Come back into the loving and we will be complete and whole, renewed, restored. And then we truly can return back home to the Lord from which we came. And then we don't have to come back because it's complete here. God completes us. God completes all of this. We do not do a thing. We let God do it. The soul in us do it. That's how it takes place. Knock, and the door shall be open. Ask, and you shall be given. Seek, and you shall find. So knock, ask, seek God. Knock at the door of the Lord, that the Lord will open the door. Ask of God to come present in your daily life, and that you wake up, Wake up, wake up as the divine soul that you are. And it will be given. Seek the Lord. Seek the Lord first and have no other things before that search. And you will find the Lord. That's the truth of it. And the wonderful thing of it is, all you have to do is seek. Seek. The finding takes place automatically. God finds God. God knows where God is in you. And the God in you knows where God is, it just needs the tools by which to break free of this illusion, by which to wake up from this dream and wake up into the reality of itself. So meditate every day. Chant the name of God every day. Wake up every day and stay awake. Don't go back to sleep. Don't go back into the dream. Don't let these physical elements of yourself start taking charge again and rule again and lull you back into a great slumber. Don't even take a nap. Wake up and stay awake in the divine that you are, and when that day comes that you take the last breath, the Holy Spirit, your spiritual teacher, will be right there with you as it has been every moment, every breath throughout all of this existence. But in this time, it will take you up, up above this physical creation, up above the soul, realm and into the realms of spirit and anchor you there so that you cannot even be tempted back down here, that you cannot even remember back down here. All you know there is the Lord. The Lord God is first and only God and I am a child of God and I am going home to God and I am moving towards the Lord and I love you Lord, I love you, I love you, I'm coming home Lord and that's all you know and then you are soul transcendent you are liberated you are liberated in that moment you are liberated and complete that's what this pathway is about it's not about having the treasures of this kingdom because you don't want them believe me not with all the hooks attached to them until until you understand fully from the realm of soul, of yourself, the soul, how to live in this creation without getting attached to it. And then you can have it all, but you're not attached to it. The attachments are what draw us back down here. The attachments are the trap that keep calling the soul back downward and outward. It's attachments. So as we're meditating, as we're doing this inner work, we ever are detaching. We're letting go, we're letting go, we're letting go. And it's funny. The more you become detached, the more the world wants to give to you, hoping that somehow you'll get attached to this. Well, I'll give you this. Maybe you'll you'll like this so much you'll just want to keep it. You'll want to come back to it again. And you go, thank you. Oh, I love it. But you're not attached to it. And if the day comes that you're going to give it to someone else to share with them, you'll just let go of it. And the world will go, no, no. You're not supposed to be detached from it. You're supposed to attach yourself to it and need it and want it and never let go of it. And even when you die, the first thing you think of is that thing that you're attached to and you've got to go back and make sure it's taken care of. And how how come they got it? I put in my will that it was supposed to go, what's going on here? Well, I I have to tell you, there are souls that do hang around this level and they are so attached to their money, to their homes, to their cars, to all their possessions, to their animals, to whatever it is, that they don't go very high. They just come right back down here and they're going, no, you're not supposed to have that. No, don't give that away to goodwill. What are you talking about? I paid good money for that. And that is really good. I love that thing. What are you doing? And people do come back and do live in this level of creation, holding on to their possessions if they can. They're so attached to them. It's amazing. And I stand there and I just look at them in loving. And they don't even see me because they all they see is that which they're attached to. So be detached. Be detached from all of this creation. Love it all. Have it all. But don't attach yourself to any of it. So that when that day comes, you take your last breath, you go. You just keep going higher and higher and higher. And the Holy Spirit comes up and just takes you and says, Come on, God's calling you again. Let's go home. Let's go home. You don't need to go back anywhere, but just go home. Let's go. And you just go home. There's nothing down here that can call you, pull you, attach you, attract you. You are free. You are liberated. That's what this is all about. That's what your soul is longing for. That's why you're sitting down and meditating every day. Because that's what your soul wants. I know it. I know it, I know it. I see it every day inside. I see souls come up to me and go, I want to go home. I want to be free. I don't want this pain. I don't understand. Why me? And all these other things that are asked. And it's for us to let go of all the questions, all the fear, all the doubt, and put God first and let the loving come alive in us for the Lord and let the loving transform all that that has separated us from the Lord and it will come quiet so don't ask why don't ask how don't ask when don't ask where don't ask who just be with the Lord love the Lord and all those questions if need to be answered The Lord will answer them for you in God's timing, in God's way. But when the answer does come, you'll go, you know, that's not important anymore. Thank you, but I don't need that now. I just have the Lord. I have the Lord and I have everything I need. So, in this walk, in this journey, keep it simple. Keep it simple. Jesus said that this pathway is an easy pathway. It isn't a path of heaviness, of difficulty, of challenge, of hardness. It is a path of simplicity, of ease and grace. Call that forward every day into your life. I open to receive the ease and the grace of the Holy Spirit I open and allow the grace to go before me upon this day, upon my path of life, to clear any way, any and all disturbances and distractions, that I keep my focus on God and only God. And I ask for the grace of the Holy Spirit to assist me in having God first in all that I do. Remind me, remember me into God. And remember me to have God as first in all things. And you will find God in all things. When I look at people, oftentimes I see the divine spark in them first. And I'm glad I do. Because then no matter who they are in the physical world, I just keep looking to their divine loving. I keep looking to that divine spark that I know is truly them. I don't look to the illusion. I don't believe in the illusion. I don't get caught up in the illusion as much that way. Oh, I will sometimes. But fortunately, the divine spark will come up and say, What about me? Don't I come first? Have God first in all things. God is in all these souls. That is God. Have God first in all your relationships. See God first in them and then have a relationship with them. Don't relate to their emotions and their body, their mind. Relate to the God in them first. And let them relate to the God in you. Have God first in all things. And then the relationships are very different. Then you're accepting, you're allowing, you're being, you're loving, you're participating. And there isn't this game of separation and ego and I'm first and what about me and leave me alone and whatever that goes on in all the games of the world and of humanity. That's not what this pathway is about. Don't choose into the game. Believe me, you haven't read all the rules of the game. There's some very, very fine print. And unless you know how to read between the lines on these rules of the game of the world, you're going to find yourself ever getting caught up in the trap of this world. The trap of attachment. The trap of fear. The trap of longing. The trap of emptiness. The trap of judgment. The trap of whatever the trap is. But if you're not playing the game, You're just living in the loving. You walk a very straight and narrow path back home to God. That's a path of neutrality. You don't get caught up in the polarities of this world. And you go home. That's why Brian and I are here. We are here to walk with you on that journey. Every step of the way. And believe me, we're walking it. I know the journey. I know the walk. And I know the journey and the walk that each one of the initiates are taking. I know it because the true teacher that is the Holy Spirit brings the awareness to me as I need to know it. I'm not your spiritual teacher. Not in real truth. The real spiritual teacher is the Holy Spirit, the audible life stream. I am just an instrument. Brian is just an instrument of that teacher that you have some place in the world to look to, to relate to, to ask questions of, to get direction of, to get inspiration from so that you begin to look inside and wake up and find the true teacher inside, the sound current, the light and the sound. That's why we're here. And we will walk with you hand in hand into the very heart of God if you wish to walk there. It's your choice. It's your choice to meditate. It's your choice to live soul first in all that you do. It's your choice to have God first. It's your choice just as I'm sure Brian and I know we had a choice. (laughs) And we're doing that choice. God calls us home in God's time. The call is now for you to come home. Come home, come home, come home. Wake up and come home. So thank you. Whoa, it's 9 (laughs) o'clock. Well, I was going to give you a bunch of announcements. Let me just give you a couple real quick. There's a new CD that Bill just put out, Keys of Initiation with Jim and Brian. It was from a talk four weeks ago that introduced the, the, the process that Brian is now entering into. And we'll go over the rest next week, but there's a lot of information about different workshops that are coming up that are in the back, including an abundance workshop with um, Bill and a lot of other things with Laura. So please look over all those in the back, take them, read them, we'll go over them next week. And wow, what an evening. (laughs) Thank you all very much.